Developing the Leader Within is a podcast that focuses on leadership, management, and career development. We nosedive into the areas that are holding you back from your full potential. Let us begin. Welcome back to another episode of Developing the Leader Within. And today, I am so excited to have a special guest. Uh, and the month of July is special to me because we are actually exhibiting the international scene. And all the way from the UAE, we have Trisha Chapman. She is the founder and managing partner of Impressive CV. Uh, Trisha, good day to you and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute honor to be invited on your show. Thank you. Oh, it's, it's great. I'm excited because the, the international scene seldom gets the, gets the, uh, the, the praise and the <laughs> highlight. But um, today is very special talking about specifically leadership and career planning. Now, in the Navy, I was fortunate to have 20 years uh, as a career counselor. And so I know how important this is to individuals seeking jobs, looking for, uh, for jobs, and, and uh, I'm excited about the topic. But before we get into all of that good stuff and all of your knowledge and all of that, um, uh, let's hear a little bit about you. Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, I am from Australia, as you mentioned. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm, I am Australian, but as you mentioned, living in Dubai. Um, I have been here for about five years just on five years. Um, I actually am a nurse by background and then transitioned into running, managing my own business where I'm focusing on CV writing, career development, um, job seeking advice, the whole kit and caboodle, I guess. Um, and I've built a, a very strong team around me who have got an excellent HR background. Um, and then I have sort of boomed or blossomed quite rapidly um, especially with the expat life, everyone, you know, comes from different backgrounds, wanting different advice here and there. So, yeah, that's where I'm at at the moment. That is wonderful. And, and hey, I surely can appreciate that. Like I said, having that background and knowing how important it is to plan your career, not, not to go into it hastily or, or without a plan, but because we know where that leads. Um, I'm interested in, in your background and your knowledge and now your expertise with your, with your company. Um, what do you think some people should be doing when it comes to career planning? Well, I guess, first of all, and I hope it doesn't go against your advice, but don't be so set on one thing entirely. There are so many different transferable skills and, and as times and situations changes, and I'm a classic example of going from a nurse to a completely new career and establishing myself completely as a different industry expert. I think it's important to just follow your heart and find out what works for you and what doesn't, but then build a network around you to be able to support those goals. And, and, and that's great advice. And then, no, it doesn't go against mine. It's exactly what I would tell somebody. Um, um, in, in regards to uh, people uh, starting out, you, you're a great example, right? Because you say you went from nurse to now what you do is actually helping people create a good spotlight on themselves, on their uh, high points uh, and what they can bring to a company. And, and I know that we often 
advise folks, hey, you know, uh, be the solution, right? Be the solution. Exactly. What can you tell us about the solution thing? Absolutely. That's, yeah, yes, you've hit the nail on the head, as they say. Um, so you really need to be making sure that over time you are collecting your types of your achievements, your workplace achievements, what value added that you have brought to an organization. Um, and in terms of maybe a supportive function. And I think it, it's not just, you know, the last three or six months of your career, but it's focusing on things that you have done even outside of an organization that would, um, you know, bring the value or, or be a key factor as to why you should be hired or what you could contribute to a team. So yeah, it's I, important I, to be tracking things as you go along. Yeah, I, I, I love that because um, one thing that did translate, and it, there's seldom things that translate from the military to civilian, um, but one of the things that do translate is exactly what you just said. Um, we have a annual review. In that annual review, we, we, we love to laud all the things we've done right through that year. And uh, I was always teaching my sailors to keep that, keep it, and, and have it handy because those things are the ones that translate to your next position. Now in the military is funny. We stay in the same company, but we switch mm. um, offices or departments every three years. If you, if, if you could say that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, and, and also in um, bringing a solution, those prove those things. So, um, so it takes communication, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, um, solution orientated leadership. I think that's what comes an important approach is in terms of if your leader has got a, a solution orientated direction or thought process, it filters down onto those employees to start getting them to actively think this way. Um, and I think that we need to be trying to focus on what's working and what isn't even in career planning or, or even in the workplace and then try to, you know, discuss internally with yourself what are your weak point points to be able to make it work um i think this is what what hones in on on solution orientated what's working and what isn't and then how can we fix those problems whether it's career about yourself or workplace dynamics to be able to then um resolve resolve the the, the mishaps yes um I, I, when you were saying all of that, I was thinking how I used to plan my next year's goals and communication between uh, the leader, myself, or myself and someone that maybe was in my team was so critical because that finding out what was working and not is, is probably, it's, it's very important. Mm. You think about folks that continue to hammer out things that don't work and it goes the whole year and you're like where did all the uh, progress <laughs> exactly. go where did all the you know all the benefits go from this year and you figured out that you know at the end of the year that you were still banging out all this thing that didn't work um so exactly. communication is critical uh and i love that you highlight what's working and not um and, but, and that also takes communication from the leaders, right? Absolutely. And I think it's important to touch on whether it's your direct report or indirect report. The communication still needs to happen no matter what level you're at. 
and there's various forms of of it but it needs to be not only efficient but effective as well so you can bark orders and and deliver communication no matter no matter you know to the cows come home but is it received or processed so i think communication it doesn't just stop there it needs to be received and put into action and then as a result of the action you're monitoring the progress and yeah and yeah, the, the monitoring, is a, uh, it's, it goes back to that one instance I talk about the evaluation that we do every year. Uh, what are su some suggestions that you, uh, that you may have, you know, for monitoring? Mm -mm -mm. Check-ins, simple check-ins, follow-ups. Again, whether it's your career, career or not, but um, like a project planner, for example, you could just put in a simple Excel sheet, you know, monthly check-ins, have you completed that? What do I need to be able to achieve that? Or even having an accountability buddy. I know it might sound really silly, but, but ask someone to, look, these are my lists of what I would like to achieve. Can you hold me accountable for this month or for three months? Reaching out to people and putting a support network in to be able to, you know, make sure that you are being held accountable if you can't do it on your own using alternative tools. I think these days as well, with so many technologies, so many apps available, you can, um, you know, plug in, you've got a goal or, or a task to do and apps remind you, they can, you know, automate things to come up, be sent to your emails or text messages. There's so many digital tools now to be able to make sure that you are being held accountable for, for tasks that you've put in place. That's so important that uh, we call them battle buddies in, in the military, okay. uh, but, uh, but the premise is the same, right? Some sort of something like a mentor, mentee, uh, uh, and you could just be just uh, accountability partners, right? I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, that's definitely something that will help you in the technology. Oh, perfect point there because we're, I mean, if you go on an Apple device, let's say you go to the app store or even on an Android, you're going to have, I don't know if I can say <laughs> millions and be right, but I will, I'll, I'll be close. There's so many apps out there to facilitate um, good progression during the day, making mm. sure you're on top of things. Um, exactly. you, you talked about an Excel spreadsheet. I use that myself for this podcast, right? That I've, you know, I, I have that going to keep me on track, color coded, who's good, yep. who's pending, who said exactly. Roger up. And so <laughs> it, it does work. And I, and I love that, um, monitoring, uh, by simple pen and paper works. Mm, mm, mm. Absolutely. Definitely. I think we, we, we overcomplicate things too much, but I think if you're not around or involved in these types of activities, then it's difficult to, to implement versus once you get higher up the ladder and involved in, in more and more team projects or bigger scale projects, it's not then, it's not until then that you're exposed. And I think this is maybe what's lacking in terms of the junior or, and, and I'm quite young myself, I know, but I, I do have a team, um, and I'm conscious I've got a couple of ladies who are older than me. Um, and I still need to make sure that, that they're kept abreast of what's happening, as is what my younger 20-year-olds are. So I think it's really important as a leader to make sure that everyone is aware of what tools are available and to then expose those people who aren't to how to maximize and, and be efficient in what they can and can't do. Yeah, I love that because I often say you can't give what you don't have. 
<laughs> so, yeah. uh, so the leaders have to uh, be on the up and up uh, on the things that will make it easier for your teams. Um, that is so Absolutely. critical. Uh, and, and because it helps you align, right? Align to what's going on. Uh, and, exactly. And more seamlessly. So uh, in ter- uh, talking about alignment and, and, uh, and things of that nature, um, you know, we create a structure for folks. Uh, usually a, this is what we have for this week. This is what we have for this month. Hopefully you're having strategic type meetings that go, Hey, you know, six months down the road, maybe at the end of the year, you're looking at this, that, and the other. Um, but how, uh, how does career planning come into, uh, into play when it comes to alignment and structure? Mm-mm. I think strategy is a core pillar that every business owner or every business should build around. Um, I think strategy is, is if you have a clear focus and clear strategic vision of where you want to go, you can then put in place the goals, mini goals even, um, beforehand to be able to reach that goal. I think it's important to be aware of commercial acumen. So making sure that you are, you know, familiar with what, what needs to be done terminology so that you can speak business language to be able to facilitate, you know, your strategy, you know, you may be a B2B or a B2C or your own personal goals. Um, being that if you are strategic in what you are planning, you can then build and use the resources around you to be able to get to that goal. I think that you need to be comfortable in initiating new things. Um, again, in career planning, stepping out of your comfort zone. I think that's something that's, that's really important. But but be strategic in doing so. Does it have a purpose as to why you're doing this? Otherwise, you're a little bit left-centered. It's, it, everything's not aligning. I hope I'm making sense. But Oh, yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely, because I remember uh, one of the things that I used to teach, um, not only sailors, but even when I came out into the corporate world, when I would mm. gather my team, the, one of the first things we spoke about was strategy. Uh, mm. it, it didn't matter what time I came into their life in the year. It mattered the day we talked about strategy <laughs> because um, I used to ask them, what is the corporate vision? And you would get like, uh-huh. you know, deers in a headlight, right? Huh? <laughs> what's corporate what? vision mean? What, what's the corporate uh, strategic goals? What are the department strategic goals? Do they align? Exactly. Because sometimes exactly. your misalignment, and we were talking about alignment, your misalignment comes from their misalignment, and you have and to the get goals those lost. right. Right, you have yeah. to get those right. That, that was perfect how you stated that. Uh, because whatever you do, and I always said this, whatever you do at your level has mm. to feed into the next level up. And so if it doesn't, then there is a problem. Um, Absolutely. And I think that it's really important because it it places and it makes sure that the decision making process and judgment is appropriate for that situation when you understand the strategy. Definitely, definitely that. Yeah. um, The 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 strategic aspect to career planning has always been, uh, I think, the most fun for me because it was where we became more. Uh, artistic in how we executed the plan for the year uh, and everyone had their strength right they bring their own strength but 
I always uh, told my team, I said, if at the end of the year, you can prove that everything you did fed into the strategic goal uh, plans for company. the company, yeah, you can't lose out. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely. I think the hardest part, though, in terms of business um, is ha having the alignment between commercial, between marketing, between clinical, for example. And if you don't have the same goals, common goal or common objective, then that's when the strategy is, is not working. So yeah, I how, think it's important to be able to align everything together for a common vision. Right. Yeah. I, I think of a car, right? A car, you see it on the outside. It's nice, shiny. It's going down the road. But if you go underneath and you see what the axle's doing, what the muffler's, you might get a different story, right? Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, thing might exactly. be, it might be about to break down, you know, 500 kilometers down the road. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so I, I love that. Um, and and career planning, uh, you know, I, I just to highlight what you said because I I, I love how mm. you do solutions oriented um, mm. is key. It, you already have to know that you're bringing the solution. But yeah. one thing that I've advised some folks is that, how, have you done your homework enough to know if you're bringing a solution? Because everybody can say like, I'm a, you know, I, I have leadership background. So I come and I say, I could lead your teams. Mm. And everybody's like, okay, how? But, yeah. yeah. Do you even know what kind of teams we have, right? And so you, you, you have to do your homework. You have to do some research so you can know whether you are bringing a solution uh, to that company. Uh, you spoke about communication uh, and, and the engagement between the, the, the levels uh, to get feedback. Uh, that is exactly that, if you don't get feedback, oh my goodness, how can you even progress? day to day, right? Um, you mentioned monitoring. Perfect example is all the things that we have at our disposal. But leaders, you got to be on it. You got to be on yeah, it to, to give definitely. it to your team. Alignment within the structure. And, and lastly, strategy. What, uh, what a, a, a bunch of nuggets in one <laughs> breath. Uh, yeah, I've put all the big guns out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, what a bunch. And, and, so, and so much to consume. Um, uh, what would you advise uh, uh, mm. folks that are, are, are venturing out, especially now today, right? We're all in some uh, murky water with this, mm, mm, uh, with, mm. with all that has been going on around us and things of the mm. nature. And as people start to uh, begin their new normal, how, however it may uh, come out for them, yep. what would you advise them, uh, you know, looking for work now? Mm. Good question. To be honest, I've had a lot of podcasts on this, and especially being in the industry now. I think it's really, really important to focus on your transferable skills. So you may have a fantastic degree, MBA, or maybe whatever you, you're, you're expert at, but it doesn't mean that you can't use these skills in another domain. So spend some time and, and there's plenty of online um, personality tests or self-reflection type 
type questions that bring that uh, bring about what you're maybe weak at and then you can invest time in fixing these to be able to bring a broader portfolio to a different role that you wouldn't probably usually consider. I think companies now more than ever are more open to those being placed in a role that they wouldn't normally consider. Um, I think also there are so many opportunities for higher management. I think around 13% of CEOs have resigned the last 12 months, which is huge opportunities globally to be able to move up the ranks. So I think that being in a more digital uh, workplace, it doesn't mean that you, you're bound to one location. So if you can fix your weaknesses, work on transferable skills, it opens up a whole new domain of where you can focus your attention to. That would be my piece of advice. Find out what your weaknesses are, work on these, and then apply them to perhaps a different industry that you would like to consider. Uh, that that's wonderful because there's a lot of fear in going from one place to another, right? We're we're trying to find the place we could lay our you know lay our eggs and just you know ride it out to the sunset. <laughs> um, you know, I I was fortunate as a military person to be able to do that, uh, but not everybody is, and mm. so that advice is so key, especially when things are so dynamic and can change at a whim's you know at a whim's notice. So. Uh, so thank you for that. Hey, Tr Trisha, the, if anybody needed to get a hold of you, how would yes. they do that? Very good question, my dear. Right. Get a pen and paper because it is going to be info at impressivecv.com. You can drop me an email or you can follow me on LinkedIn, Trisha Chapman. Outstanding. Well, I'm going to uh, have that there uh, on the bottom of the video so everybody can uh, can get that information. And so uh, I, I want to thank you so much, Trisha, for being with us, sharing your expertise. Uh, folks, if you have any CV questions, if you have any career planning questions, please reach out to Trisha. The information's at the bottom of the video. And uh, I wish you all safety and success to you. Thanks, you, Trisha, for coming on. You are most welcome. Keep in touch. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'd love to hear suggestions for our future shows or any remarks you may have that will help us improve. Until then, success to you.